And there is nothing to do with professional. I'm approaching. I'll be able to do something. Pardon? Oh, yes, it's Meg. It was a bit of fear, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm sorry. Doesn't matter. Talk about it. Doesn't matter. Just going home. I've had enough. <laughs> that can happen too. <laughs> okay. Is is there anybody? You know, the, when we kind of went off into the rabbit hole this morning and meditated in conversation, is there anybody completely freaked out that stuff is way beyond them, way over their head? Okay. Well done. Well done. Okay. Okay. Or would it like? Does it freak you out? Does it? Or does it? I'm gonna say freak me out. But it's, um, I don't. I don't get it. Yeah. Okay. That's alright. That's alright. Yeah. Does it freak you out? But you don't get it. Yeah. Does it? Oh, just say it. I'm sorry. Yeah. The pull is to a much simpler paradigm thinking. Yes. If this is it. I'm not. <laughs> 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 Seriously, I just think, I, I really know, please God, make it simpler. Yes. yes. Because I'm not pulled, I'm not drawn. In my younger days, it's fascinating, John, most of you, In my younger days, would have been right there with you, but I'm just pulled yeah. to this simple, simple, simple family yeah. reduced to. That's great. Oh no, that's great. That's great. It's just that I'm kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. No, it's it's fine. It's just you know. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. No, perfect. Um, um, what makes sense to you? If it's about simplicity, then it's about simplicity. That's you've got to follow that rule. Just different ways of doing it, you know. Okay, is it time? Are you going to come up? Quickie, one line. Okay. Uh, reassure some people. When I asked, uh, <clears throat> see my qualified teacher in India, uh, I said, I said my community is really very much into you know, metaphysics and all this stuff. I said, what do you, you know, what do you think about this? It's a distraction. It's a distraction. It's a distraction. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm just assuring people that yes. it can actually, if it's not used right, it can do more. Oh yeah, yeah, if it's not used right, if it's not calling it, if it's not. I suppose if it's not breaking up that little fire organically, don't go there. Because then it's just story material. And if it's breaking up by being absolutely simple, perfect. And that's your path, you know. Tony, is it a question? Yeah. yeah. By the way, have you seen the back of his shirt? It's all in the chemistry. Yo. Remember see Breaking Bad? Oh, yeah! Yeah. Breaking Bad, that's right, yeah, yeah. It's been brilliant. Oh, very good. It's still there. Is that the chemistry for Christmas? I'm sorry? Is that the chemistry for Christmas? No, it's hops. Hops for a brewing company. Very good. Is it AS for arsenic? Yeah. I don't think they put that in the beer. So um, I have something very sort of simple and mundane uh, yeah. to talk about. I'm hoping that they might have greater applicability. I mean, there's, there's lots of, well, 
the theme is, you know, how do I rise into the me story and get stuck and all that. It's the big theme, and there, there are many things that I could say about that. Um, the one that sort of has my attention a little bit, um, I have this thing going on with my ear. It's been going on for many years, but it got worse when I got whacked with a tennis ball not too long ago. And... Um, so some hearing loss and ringing in the ears, but what, what is bothering me is this fullness in my ears, in my right ear. And normally I don't think too much about it, like I'm doing stuff and I'm not so focused on that. But here, like, you know, not doing too much. Um, and so there it is. And so, you know, I'll try the technique or whatever and, you know, pull back attention. But there it is, and I don't like it. And I don't like the fact that I don't like it. Yes, yes, um, yes. <laughs> And I'm not really getting, like, you know, it's been going on for 24 hours, so, you know, well, not constantly, but if I, I have this idea that if I could get to the bottom of that one, then <laughs> that might help other things. Yes, yeah. yes, that, that's the trick everybody imagines. If I could crack this, there's no relay. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 of gems to discover. <laughs> that one is done. Okay, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so instead of not liking the desire for it to go, can you just drop the desire for it to go? It's like I'm trying, but it's like it's not really going anywhere, you know? The Maybe desire or the, the, the... Yeah, when you say drop the okay. desire for it to go, it's like, okay, so there can be the intention, yeah. and then I check to see if it's there, it's still there. All right, um, so what about bringing in acceptance instead of desire? Yeah, I've been, really doing, that. I've been doing that. Um, so I'll try that in this moment. Well, really what I've been doing, I've been trying to accept the one who is resisting it. Okay. You know, and that gives me some relief for a little while, but then I seem to get back stuck back in with it. Okay. Okay. So let's say that sound or sensation in your ear is going to be there for the rest of your life. Well, the fullness is what's really bothering me. Fullness. Yeah, it's a feeling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I understand now what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like a tick. Yeah. Like a feeling. Yeah, yeah. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. it can soak or it can be okay. That's what's just what's in my ear. As long as the person lies there, it's going to be pissed off about it. But if you pull back, it's just a sensation. Yeah, I get that concept. Mm. So it's too strong for you to pull back? I don't know if it's too strong. Maybe I'm just too weak. <laughs> you know? I mean, it, it's just doing what it's doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Trying to heal itself, no? That's what pain usually is. Something's trying to fix itself. Not even pain. Yeah, yeah. Just discomfort. Discomfort. Can it be your teacher? How? Can you use it as a reminder to step back? Can you 
use it as a reminder to allow and accept that, okay, there's a limitation in the body and I'm going to step back that because the body can be there, it's beautiful, but I'm, I'm not the body. Um, I get that concept too, you know, and, and it has occurred to me that as I get older, there are probably going to be a lot more things like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, they're going to increase. <laughs> and so I might as well get some practice. Yes, you know? yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I like the idea of it being a teacher. Yeah. Um, but then there's this thing that's like, okay, well, it's an idea, and it's not, I don't know how, you know, I, what, what, I, what I'm pointing to is my lack of success with um, being free from it. Yes, yes, but you see, you are free from it. And the fact that you're dancing with it, you, you feel you're not free with it because you're dancing with it. Right. So the ideal is, is actually just step back and it's the body and the body can do what it wants but it doesn't touch what you are. Right. And if, that's, if that just feels like, I'm in too deep with this one. If you're in too deep with this one, then we just got to change how you relate to it. But the high jump is, that's the body and you're not the body. That's the high jump. Mm. If you can go there, great. But sometimes if we, you know, if we've got to develop, you know, and if, okay, recently it, it, it's gotten worse because of the, the, the whack of the ball, the tennis ball, huh? But if it's been there for some time before, then we've got an ongoing kind of dynamic with it. So it's not that easy to kind of, okay, all right, that's the body, that's fine, but I'm not that. And so our perception of it has completely shifted. You mean if I were able to take that stance, it would have shifted? Yeah, yeah. It, even now it can shift. If you can take that stance. It's just that it's a bit trickier if something's been ongoing because we've got a groove, you know, with it. But if you can take the high jump, take the high jump. Apparently I can't take the high jump. Can you? Can you try again? Try again. Yeah. sort of um, self-conscious like it would take me too much time maybe or something okay yeah. so yeah okay so the eye is present because it's yeah. yeah it's wanting to get it right or trying to do it or something yeah funny isn't it all the little sneaky ways of just kind of sabotaging separating out because that's the last thing the ego wants is to for that crack to appear we're like oh I'm not the body so it's going to do everything it can to, to screw it up, no? To keep you dancing. Yeah. Hmm. With identification. There it is, right in front of us. If you, can, if you can see that game, it's like, yay, another bit of the... Yeah. The trick shows itself. Yeah. You know? So, in, in, in having another go at that, you know in your own time or whatever. It's like, okay, the body has its sensation, but I'm not the body. Just check out, is that completely a concept 
And it's like, not the body, I have bloody hell, the pain is still there, this has made any difference. Like, okay, then it didn't work at all, that was just a concept being bought. But if a crack appears, then it'll make perfect sense. It's like, oh, the sensation is with the body, but I, I can see the body. And, you know, and I'm not the observer that's looking at the body either, prior to that. I have memories. I mean, I've had, I've had migraines that I was able to step back from, and it's just a sensation. It was no big deal. Yes. I know what that's like. Yes. But it's like, you know, that's a memory. That's not it's what's happening. It's just a memory. Yeah. Okay. Good. It's good that you know what it's like. So you've got, you've, you, you've walked that path before. Yeah. Okay. So let it soften. Because if you try to grasp, I want to step back. If there's a desire there for the pain to go, it's like, no, no, no. We're trying to use it as a teacher now. Can't grasp at all. It's like really softly, softly, softly. So when you, when you say softly, tell me more about that. Okay. It's like, okay, there's a sensation in the ear. All right? It's all right. It's just doing its thing. It's a sensation. I can switch on, or, you know, my perception, my attention can switch on the guy who doesn't like it and wants it to go away, but we're not going there. So there's just a sensation in the ear, and it's all right. So there's like a recognition of some place, some place where you have the capacity to be pissed off about it, but you're not going there. So that's the space for that. And then it's like, okay, let's just fall back. Let's just drift back a little bit, where there's a bit of distance from this. So just falling back into that which is part of the body. That capacity of pure consciousness, which is within you. Which is not dependent on the body or doesn't need the body. It was there prior to the body. Yeah, yeah, there's sort of a loving quality to it. Yeah. Yeah. Follow that thread. Okay. Yeah, for some it's being relaxed, for some, you know, for some it's like pure perception and they can use those words, but if loving is where you find that, that's super. Follow that thread. Okay. Thank you. Okay, sure. So I want to talk about something very simple. Yes. Yes. Um, and that is the trees. And I'm, I have so much emotion around the trees right now that uh, kind of started um, yesterday after stepping back and all that stuff. And I'm, all, I'm also, uh, yesterday and today, been really coming into my body, so that's where the emotion is coming up, yes. uh, with a connection to the trees and stuff. But, but it's, um, it, it, I, 
I, I hesitate to bring the story of my association with trees, which is very lifelong and profound, okay. into it. Okay. Um, although that started coming up this morning, but uh, just because the I don't want to uh, take the feelings out of what they're connecting to. Oh, right. So um, so basically, the trees. Like I grew up on military bases in fairly harsh circumstances, and. You know, the trees were always there. Like, the trees are just the connection with everything. And, yes. and, and I've had a number of uh, uh, deep spiritual experiences connected to trees. So here I am in Asheville, not having been on a, uh, you know, I've been, I've, I've been spiritually connected, but not having been in a natural environment like this one, which I think is incredibly special environment, Asheville. And then surrounded by trees. And yesterday I was getting, when I went out and sat, and I was just looking at them, and I just got this want. This is where the energy started coming in. There's several times right into my gut, this heavy want and a release of deep emotion. Heavy, heavy what was the word? Womp. Womp. Yeah, the like okay. womp. You know. Oh, right, okay. Like that, right? <laughs> so, uh, so this is where the emotions started coming up. And then, then I... I realized and then later was getting the association of just how important the energy of trees and the connection to trees has been. But, you know, uh, what it feels like is it's, um, aside from the spiritual aspects of that and the opening up, like at one point it just opened up um, uh, timelessness and uh, oneness and, um, you know, having to learn everything all over again. That was the... That was the kind of direct experience of it. But um, what I'm also seeing is that it's connected to survival energy. And so it feels like there's, a, it, this is the sadness of that. It feels like I have to give up, give up or change or reorient some of the connection because, because if, it's, if it's survival energy, then there's a story of needing it for survival or Correct. something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Or having it replace certain other things that weren't there and so the trees kind of filled in the gap or whatever or the energy of the trees or whatever but um so that's that's the part that that uh feels like it needs some attention like it and it doesn't even feel i don't know does it feel like i'm holding on to that like i think i need the trees or something but um yeah, it just feels like it's uh, it's grounding me too much, you know? Like, it grounds me, but it's like too much grounding. It holds me down. There's something that's being held down or something. Yeah, or or held closed or something with that association of survival. Yes, you know? yes, yes. So, um, would you, do you feel that you'd be disloyal to the trees if you let go of that connection? No, I think I'd be scared. Uh, you know, it's more, I would be scared, yeah. you know. I think the trees could handle it. You know, the trees are kind of, they just, they seem to know a lot of things, you know. Like the wind blows and they dance around, da, 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 right? they lose their leaves, they grow their leaves, they, you know, and if you hold them, they have messages for you, you know, all this stuff. But, but um, yeah, it doesn't think, it doesn't feel like I'm okay. losing a connection in that way, but more more it's, it kind of scares me like there's nothing to uh, ground me it's almost like that feeling more more kind of ungrounded you know? and is that true that there's nothing that else could ground you that you have to run it through the trees 
Well, another one is what comes up around that is the body could ground me, but again, like there seems to be a thread of saying not the body, you know. Okay. You know, so not in me, but just the message from the crowd. So I don't. I'm kind of reluctant to kind of go there. With the body's kind of out of favor or something, you know, as a. But it might be your way. Yeah. Because with embodiment, it's directly through the body. That's what I sense, is the body's really important, actually connecting it's to the body. It's very important, Like, it's more, it's not going out of the body or rejecting the body or not wanting the body. It's more like being deeply, deeply within the body. Yes. That's, that's um, I mean, and then that's the guidance of the trees. Like, yes. I only connect with them by being deeply in my body. So yes. there's a kind of... Uh, yes. There's an affiliation there. That part has to be there, being yeah. deeply in the body. It has to be there. But, but so, so knowing you're not the body doesn't dismiss the body you know, in any way. You know, it's the mind. See, this is the mind trying to find its security. It's nothing about uh, it's nothing about connection or grounding, really. It's it's the the mind doesn't have a place to put. Like the trees represent almost like uh, a maternal energy. Sort, you yeah. Know? Yeah. So the body doesn't have a place to put um, something about that. Like uh, it's the fear. It's the fear of losing. <coughs> oh, it connects to the other losses. It, it connects <coughs> to having a repeat of other losses. Like, so that the things that weren't there, that this isn't going to be there either. Like, the thing that ah. it became so important, right? So it's something like that. It's oh, like, okay. a, it's like the, uh, the, the omission, kind of. It becomes yeah. another omission. And, yeah. and then it's, there's more of a void created around uh, uh, non, nobody cares or, you know. There's no caring or like what was it I was saying the other day was something about that of uh, the not deserving or uh, the not being met like your needs not being met you know there's nothing to there to be met like so you don't feel connected anywhere or you feel an aversion rather than uh, you know then uh, you don't want him to wanting to kind of be there or something. You know, uh, the, the other thing that's come up from time to time that seems like a very good uh, connecting field is just the, the underlying feel of love in everything. So then that's probably, uh, the, the fear erases that reality. So in the fear of the mind <coughs> from losing a connection that's profound, then, uh, it can't envision, it gets scared, scared and retracts, so it can't envision that you're just going more, you're just going into the, what holds you in the sea of love or the deep love that's in everything or that, something like that, maybe, I don't know. It's also to locate whatever the energetic thing is in 
trees is also separation because it's like an identification of some aspect as opposed to the wholeness of all things, you know. Mm. So, uh, and it's also a rejection of. Uh, it's a rejection of some of those necessary uh, harshness, uh, harsh learning experiences that are really also necessary in the. Mm-hmm. So maybe um, maybe it's about uh, I'm doing a little black and white thinking of it, you know, because mm-hmm. it because it's related in the survival system. So yes. it's, I'm thinking within that survival system. You are. I'm not thinking outside of That's it. That's right. Yeah. You're within the survival system. Yeah. You are. Yeah. The wound. The wound is the thing that meets the trees. You're coming from the wound. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, it's just it's just about repairing the wound and how can we resolve? And it's like, oh, uh, the wound is fine. The wound isn't an issue. Step back. Yeah. Can you just see that that's a yeah. play trying to keep your story going? Yeah. Yeah. Is, 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 you know, like right now, is there a wound or is there just a memory of a wound? Or how big is the charge? Yeah, it's a, it's more of a fear of wound. It's not really wound, you know. Yeah. 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 It's the imp- it's the fear imprint left from it. Yes. It, it, you know, as far as the wound goes, I'm grateful for it. Like all of it. Like there's nothing I would change in any way, because uh, it's been so rich with that. You know, playing with that in sometimes in intense ways and stuff like that is just uh, is. Um, well, I have no regrets about about the path, you know. So. Okay. Then why would there, if something were to repeat, why would there be such a, a caution and yeah. a defense mechanism about yeah. it? See, it's the same thing that, that I was doing uh, before I was traveling. So this applies another s- sense of traveling. So I'm doing exactly, I'm repeating that pattern. You're repeating that pattern. Yeah. Of anticipating some terrible thing when, yeah. in reality, when I sit with it, if I, you there's know, there's thing going it, on. You're there's just sitting in a chair. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's all in your head. Yeah, it's all in your head. Yeah. The anticipation is of something negative. Yeah, it's like it's in your wiring that <gasps> you got to get ready for the. Yeah, what's yeah. coming is going to be is going to be tough and commands more than what I have the facility for. You know, I can't really cope with what's coming. I got I got to totally be on it. Be on. Hyper, yeah, hyper alert here to manage myself. You know, it's like, hmm, it's just a. a well, and the other thing is, I, you know, I haven't worked it all through yet, so yeah. I don't have a sense of control of it either. This is kind of there's I'm getting on. There's this energetic thing, and I'm trying to figure it out, and, yes, and yes. I haven't figured it out. So yes, it's hard to see is it dangerous or not. So I'm just going on the devil's advocate. What if it is? And then let's get ready for that. You know. Yes. And and. If it is, no matter how prepared you are, it's going to make no difference. If a lesson is to come, it's to come. Yeah. Being prepared doesn't divert it's a learning opportunity.
Being prepared just makes it tight. Yeah. Well, and it runs a story that it, it, it takes you out of the, takes you out of the, uh, you know, what could, could be just, well, what just is, is something to be looked at. Yeah. Yeah. What about trusting that whatever faculties you have right now are going to be enough for whatever the future might go? Yeah, I wasn't seeing it in that way, but I was just seeing it. I need to connect from here where some discomfort is and just run it up, run it up into more, bring more heart or bring more. Yeah, trust, trust and would be good, yeah. Heart, all that stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, there's an idea about this morning um, getting up, uh, and it's another part of being in this natural environment. Is uh, every you know the dogs are barking, the birds are singing, and all the all the animals are making their sound of the morning, right? So there's something to be said for that, you know, for releasing some of that, like releasing um, not having to be so human, you know. Don't humans have their natural sound? Yeah, I wonder what it is. I wonder what it is, huh? Might be worth figuring out what your natural sound is. Going out there and just letting it rip. Yeah. Because it does feel there's a constraint, which is... um, which is why why it was uh, you know there was a pain but tearfulness attached is um, is part of the restraint of not having the just the joy that goes with not having to think about anything or whatever. Seems like something wants to just get loose and break free and be yeah. shaken off, you know. Yeah. But with a sound. You could do that during the break or after or whatever. Yeah. There's plenty of fields out there. Well, I've done it. I have done it before. It was one of my, uh, I went uh, some years ago, I did a couple of vision quests in the desert in California, mm. Nevada, around there. Mm-hmm. That was, there was a lot of shouting and, okay. you know, okay. not, not just with me, but the other people, you could hear them, everyone had their little spot and it was, well, kind of soul. And did you, did you did you let it rip at all? Yeah, I okay. got I got mad at God. That was the okay. that was a release of anger. Totally. All right. Yeah, because it wasn't safe to release it at home. So I sure. Thousands of miles away into the desert. I'm really mad, you know, like yeah. something like that. Yeah. Right? So, but it is that this is a similar kind of thing. Like I don't need to hold this in or whatever yes. it is that I'm holding. Yes. You know, yes. fuck this shit. Who needs this crap of holding, holding, holding? Yes. You know, something yes. like that. Yes. It's, that is more, there's part of me that's restrained in it. Yes. So it is, uh, like it's trusting that, 
not only trusting that I can manage it, but trusting that there's uh, room in the world for it, you know, somehow, yes. you know? Yes, that, uh, and of course there is. How yeah, could there not be? Yeah. It's already created it. Yeah. Listen, there, hey? Eh? Yes. And, and it seems like the, the coming out would be of, of um, you know, it just... The connection to love is just really uh, so important, you know, so that kind of, uh, oh, I know what it was, even in the morning, it's part of holding on to it. It's like the deep gratitude, you know, like in the middle of this uh, kind of uh, half known, half unknown and, you know, place, then, you know, we're fending against whatever, I'm someone who's fended against probably for some years, but uh, the idea of just sheer gratitude, appreciation, uh, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's what needs to be said. To uh, even having opportunities and having an awareness that that just, it doesn't, uh, which is some, another theme I want to ask you about, but it doesn't, it's, the awareness doesn't bring enlightenment, it just, leads you to awareness. It just is an energy that builds on its own energy. So, mm -hmm. so and having that is just phenomenal. Like that, what a treat that one is, eh? Like setting out on a journey and, you know, something is resonating, but you don't know what it is, and then you find out that it's uh, just what your heart desired or something, you know, secretly mm -hmm. what you wanted. And yes. then it kind yes. of shows up and stuff. And for me, for me, the esoteric stuff—that's kind of fascinating in a way. Like, I don't—I don't know that my mind would ever have a direct understanding of that. But it's very—it's uh, very—it uh, adds more space to the space. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's—it's a, it's a song of gratitude. That's what I want to sing. Isn't that silly? <laughs> that's wild. Gone from the wound to gratitude. Yeah. Well, the wound was just a place to hide behind. Yeah. You know? So yeah. Uh, d just to keep that, you know, to keep that, <coughs> to keep the stuff safe that uh, would have, would have, uh, the wound was the, you know, you have scars that heal over tender parts, right? So you don't go underneath them or something. You know there's love there all the time. Yeah, I do. You know, I I totally know that. I okay. Do. Yeah, and I've, at different times I've experienced it in very, uh, uh, you know, again a lot of these ways are off the beaten track kind of ways, but I've I've known it. Yeah. Uh, we don't have to work at it. We don't yeah. have to express it. Yeah. It's just it's like it's more. Uh, it's, it's it's more of a baseline than that, you know. Yeah. At the very foundation of it, you know? Yeah. I had a, a, a recent experience was uh, a friend of mine who died suddenly uh, last year, a couple of days after he died. You know, I was really sad and then I woke up one morning and I wasn't sad at all. And I so I sat down going, that's weird. I sat down for a meditation and I just, I had a visualization of some uh, rubies, and so I was going into the rubies, and then he was just there in this most deep, profound love. You mm -hmm. know, that 
field, he was there. Yes, yes. But not only was he there, but um, I would, he wanted me to do something for him, mm -hmm. which I did. Mm -hmm. And it was, I'm, it was wild because I'm going, I have to go and tell a person that I've never met who was okay. experienced a lot, his dying with him over several months. It was really difficult. I had to go and tell her, you know, he's in a deeply loving place. And, uh, you know, in, in, at this memorial where I didn't know any money. And, um, you know, so I went and I did a, I actually created a necklace with a ruby on it. And I gave it to her. Mm -hmm. And um, her response, she called me and, and I wrote out all why. And, like he came back another couple of times with certain things to say. And, and um, so she said that uh, when he, she was with him when he died, and what I was telling her was how he died. Like there was a continuity with what she had experienced in his yeah. dying, and what I had experienced in the visitation yes. and stuff. Yes. So like, man, that's cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's like that's deep love, you know, and it wasn't it wasn't personalized at all. Okay. It was like love for everything. Yes. It was like just yes. love, you know. Yes, it's just love. It was just pure, pure love, mm -hmm. and then it just included everything, and uh, that was cool, you know. And the validation, like the validation from her, and then she and I now have a connection, you know, which I'm sure will okay. continue on. Uh, okay. Stuff. But How are you doing now? Pretty good. Yeah, I, I'm where I needed to go with it. Yes. Yes, the fear, again, this fear system comes up and it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what's up, though. It's showing yeah. itself in different guises. It's up for breaking, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just want to, I'll just do, uh, do this quickly, but this whole thing, you know, experiences, there was a time where there wasn't satsang and there wasn't mm. all this institutionalized kind of. Uh, uh, spirituality. Mm -hmm. You know, when spirituality was something you probably didn't talk about, it was more agnostic times and stuff. And it, it just, uh, it's always kind of surprised me when this whole wave came in. But it's also, um, especially someone like me that's got this kind of fear system and doubt thing, it plays into that. Like the, how enlightened are you or, you know, uh, the scales of who's more enlightened or, you know, all that stuff, right? That's very, like for the eye, Yes. It's, it feeds self-doubt, it feeds lack of trust, it feeds a lot of things. Am I good enough? It feeds all that, all that stuff. And it's, kind of, uh, it's kind of disturbing, you know. Um, but I, I was just seen sitting with you. So I've been having that question of, you know, how, how do you just, in the middle of it all, because it's always balanced, in the middle of it all, how do you cope with, uh, you know, what feels authentic and what feels uh, right for you at this time or whatever, but versus all this kind of, uh, kind of background noise that goes on. And, and I, I think it is about, it's all awareness, whatever awareness, awareness is, meets awareness is awareness. So it doesn't seem that it has to have all these, uh, who's, who's more aware, it doesn't seem it has to have a game with it, you know? No, but mind plays like that. That's, yeah. that's just separation. You yeah. Know, putting, putting a hierarchy on things. But yeah. That's just what mind does. In the hierarchical yeah, world. Yeah. It's just a system yeah. it wants to put on things. But, yeah. you know, it's completely garbage. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. it just is what it is. There isn't even separation. It's like, yeah. see the truth or you don't see the truth. That's it, you know? Great. Thanks, Jack. Sure. I appreciate it. Believe in your own capabilities. Yeah. Huh? 
Just yeah. believe your own, in your own capabilities. There's no reason not to. Yeah. We've come this far, we must be capable. You must yeah. be capable. Yeah, oh, I'm totally capable. Yes. Yeah. But when, <laughs> when a future thing comes up, it's gone. It's gone. You're, you're not capable. That's, what, that's what's running. And then you yeah. have to do all these other things to enable you to be capable, which makes you kind of dysfunctional. You see, you're kind of <coughs> capable all along and just running this other story as if... As if that's yeah. under, yeah, that's, right. that's in doubt yeah. when something that, that you want for you is coming. Yeah, yeah. And that's the, um, the capability is a very capable in my life, and yes. I, but it's more of a self-sacrifice capability. Yes. You know, yes. I sacrifice myself in that process. Totally. Totally. And it's, it's difficult to uh, find avenues to, um, and I think that's where some of it hasn't really had a chance to grow or develop because I've repressed it in order to, you know, uh, you would say, one would say be of service to others, but really it's to sacrifice myself for others. So, so. Uh, you know that has to end, don't you? Yeah. 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 That, yeah. That's never asked of us. That's kind of a religious thing. Yeah. 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 yeah I don't have value on that at all. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not at all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Okay. Elise and then Kim. Elise. Hi. Hi. We all laughed about the bears this morning, but it wasn't funny to me. Because... Been thinking a lot about courage. Yeah. Whoa! You okay? Yeah. Take your time. Take your time. Wow! Splash. Okay, honey, there's no shock. Okay, alright. Back to the bears. Back to the bears. Yesterday when I went for a little walk, I really did think this is just the right time for the mother and the cub. Okay. Yeah. Or a an angry dog. Anyway, I went for another walk this morning and Walked all the way to the wellness center and back. So okay. that was a little bit of courage. All right. Okay. Um, yesterday it sounded very new and very exciting. I don't want to make stories out of it and to run it through the mind. So I'm, I've thought about just planting it and letting it grow because it is right. changing. Right. I wanted to see if it might be related to something physically. Okay. Embodiment. I don't know. Okay. Um, I really did spend some time in therapy around anxiety and fear, and it was related to what I would call, I called it the holding, which started right here, but now it's here to about here, and it's just tightness. Up to your head. Mm. Okay. And it starts, the minute I'm conscious in the morning, I kind of go, <gasps> and okay. stay clenched. Okay. And I'm pretty sure it relaxes when I'm asleep. Okay. So yesterday I was thinking about courage and I thought, well, maybe this isn't anxiety and fear, 
but just the lack of courage, mm -hmm. and that felt that resonated. Okay, I thought, okay, move, move into that, yeah. see what that is, see how that feels. But I don't know if I'm just playing with it, and and there's I'm no harm in playing anyway. There's no harm in playing. Do you know? If 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 you're pulled into playing with that. There's something to be learned from everything. Do you know? If it enables you to see that tightness that's all the way from your, the bottom of your torso up to, the, to your head, if you're pulled into seeing that a different way, every single thing helps you. Everything helps a little bit. Do you know? For some reason, I'm encouraging you to, to play with that. It's like the thing that would stop you from playing with it feels contracted. So whatever gets you looser, let's do it, do it. You see? So then let's play. Because the fear of am I getting it right or not getting it right, that's the contraction talking to me. That's the lack of courage talking to me. Do you see? Yes. That's where that voice is coming from. It is. Doubt? Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll, I'll play something. So yes. let's try a new word. Cultivate courage. Oh, I like that. Cultivate it. Yeah. But especially here, or just let it cultivate wherever? Well, it's within you. It's like, it's okay. like, it's like a virtue that the personality is ready to embrace. But I don't make it I, me, mine. You might have to for a while. Oh. The personality will need to own it. It's oh. like there's something in the, in the ego that's not complete because courage is missing. The lack of courage is making the I stay alive. Because that contraction in the morning will bring in identification because I'm the one who's tight. It'll just bring in identification. It'll be very hard to separate from that. You see? It's just bringing in a complete awareness of, whoa, restriction, what's going on in my day, and, and your thinking will be contracted. Yes. You see? So, so the I needs to feel courage, feel it. So it's like, it's like pure consciousness has all of it, pure awareness. It's all of it, okay? And then, and then somewhere down here, courage got cut off, and the absence of courage gave fear extra room to grow and anxiety extra room to grow and doubt extra room to grow, okay? These are kind of things that have a lot of space when there's no courage. And so the I uses these because they're very strong emotions. So the I will use these to enforce separation because I'm the one who's fearful of bears. I'm the one who's, you see? I'm like this. So what we need to do is bring courage into the personality, into the I. Let the I feel courage, totally, completely. Give it to the I, because then we go into the deepest part and penetrate that with courage, so that we can integrate it and drop the whole, the whole I. It's much easier to drop a complete I than a partial I, because the part will always need your attention because it wants, it wants something, it wants something, because it hasn't finished its gig. You see? I, I did, yes, I do see, and I did think yesterday that flipping it totally over from fear, anxiety to courage, really, 
I, I wrote in my, in my little notes, that just erased a lot of my stories. Yes, yes, perfect. Yes, it does erase a lot of stories. It does. Right. It does. Now let courage embed all of the I. Stories that you know about and that you don't know about. Doesn't matter. Bring the energy of courage into the eye and let the eye feel courage. That will wipe out a whole lot more than you even are aware of yet. Do you see? Great. Yeah, yeah, you, you can make big strides with that one. Oh, wow. Yeah, you've so much packaged into the lack of courage, you know? It's like that's how you know yourself now. That's how the eye knows itself, you know, from that kind of fear contraction thing, you know? You know, because you even have a physical counterpart of it. It's really run amok with you, you know? Yeah, oh, for sure. You have it physically, it's emotionally, it's everywhere, you know? It's like, okay, come on, let's, let's just... Let's really, really spread out this courage everywhere. You know? Yeah. Let the eye have it. Let the eye feel courage. All right. So take the eye for a walk and say, okay, you know, me, personal eye, is going to go for a walk here and feel courage and just feel courage and see if you can get into your wiring that the eye doesn't run the story of absence because with courage, it's going to relax. It doesn't have anything to, to be on high alert about. Right. You see? Yes, I do. And it softens. Good. This, this has been around hard since 92. <laughs> and, um, but I, I did finally, through therapy, it was good. It, it yeah. helped me sure. accept it. Sure. So now I just, and, and my therapist said to me, what you just said to Tony, what if this is always with you? Yes. Or if this isn't going to stop? Yes. So, yes. Anyway, but this... Yes. This is really helpful. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Sure, you're very welcome. Very welcome. Okay. Okay. So there's this piece of my character that's coming up to work with you. And it might be connected to the other stuff. Okay. Um, so I tend to base how I act and how I feel on how those around me are acting and feeling. Aha. Uh -huh. And because it, you know, if someone's yelling at me, I, it's vibrating through my whole body and I'm just so I, I'm like okay how not to go there I put this guard up oh they're in a bad mood I shut down okay and then they notice that I'm shut down and, you know and it's this awful game and I'm just like why can't I just be how I am no matter if you are flipping out and freaking out but energetically, you know, in the mind I could say, okay, you can do that, but energetically, it feels like I take it on, even when it's not directed at me, mm. even if it's just in the room, mm. you know, it just goes through me, and it's like, oh. Mm. You know, I've tried all the techniques, crossing the legs, to try yes. to yeah, keep yes, the energy yes. out. Yes. But then it's like that guard part of me, yeah. It's kind of like similar to the guard part of the uh, other story, but, uh, you know. 
So you take it on or you, you take it in? It's, it's like that you take it in, in energetically? In, and then I sometimes hold on to it. Oh. I'm not able to like, you know, and then sometimes I get headaches and the whole deal. Yeah. And I can, oh, you know, at work that happened and. Yeah. 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 So if you've tried all the techniques in the book, the one, the one thing that does make a difference is lifting your own vibration out of that frequency so that it actually can't align with you. Because if something kind of, if you take in something, then you're, you're, you're dancing with it because you're tuning into it. You see? So if you receive it, it's like putting a plug into a, a, a PowerPoint on the wall. It's got it's to find some way to go in in order for the, the energy to be yours then and give you a headache and stuff. You see? Hmm. So, so if, if the, the techniques, techniques of protection, protection don't work, then you then what, it's a call for you to change your own frequency so that it doesn't see you or tune into you. Meaning just... Yeah, what, yeah, what, what are the, the things that you can do to lift yourself kind of like higher than that? Do you know? Okay, if you're outside of all of it, okay, okay of course, you know, it, it doesn't touch you. But if, if the personal eye is there, just hanging around somewhere, waiting for a switch, this is going to give it a switch. And you've tried all the tricks. Yeah. You try looking at the third eye, you know, and someone's screaming at you, it's like... <laughs> yeah. How come you're in a situation where people scream at you? I don't know. <laughs> Does that happen a lot? Um, I wouldn't say a lot. I mean, you know, part of me is like, why don't you just get a different job? And I, and I did um, go through that a few years ago. Like, okay, I'm going to get a different job here. Yes. And actually, recently I did again. Okay. You know, I'm like, I'm looking for jobs. I'm keeping it open. Okay. Nothing's come of it, you know? Yeah. Huh. What seems to be there is where I get it. I can't see it right now, Ken. Yeah. I can't see it. Like, in basically... There's just three of us in the office. There was just three of us in the uh-huh, office. Uh-huh. And I actually was on like anxiety pills last year because it was so, you know? Yeah. 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 Why are you calling this in? You know what I mean? Why are you attracted to scenarios that have that, where, where you meet others in that frequency? Yeah, you know? I don't know. What, what, what is that? Do I want to like help them I mean yeah what 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 is it what is the hook that you can't put yourself in a scenario that has a frequency that's higher for you or is higher appropriate for you even in that same scenario yes yeah even in the same scenario but if you're repeating you know if you're moving jobs and and this pattern is still following you it's like okay yeah okay what's going on here that you're not you're not able to be seen by something that has a higher frequency 
It's like being keeping good company, you know. That's what they say spiritually is keeping good company. But for us, it's like who you hang with, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Do I feel like I'm not? I don't know. Yeah, what is it? What is it that that you're 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 not going up a notch? Do you know? Probably I get stuck in the eye, you know, at work. Because mm. it seems to be where it happens. Okay. You you get stuck in your duties and whatnot. Sure, sure, but that's just what work demands of you, no? Yeah. You just give it your attention and stuff. Doesn't mean that the eye has to be fully in there, you're just playing a role. Yeah, I know that too. You know, uh, I can see myself doing that. Uh-huh, okay, okay. So, so give me an example of, of what, what triggers people shouting or that kind of an energy. Yeah, I mean, just like last week, walk in first thing in the morning, good morning, no response, sit down and, and then, then I respond like, here, Yeah. and it feels like I'm going to cry, you know, it's like, what did I do? Yeah. They're just in a bad mood. Yeah. You know, because it played out many times that day with other people. Yeah. But it goes here. Okay. So that's why I'm like... So your first response is, what did I do? Yeah. Okay. What did I do? And da 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 they disappointed me. Okay, so you made it about you. Yeah. Well, that's... Yeah. It's in then. It's in. You've made it about you. Yeah, definitely, because I don't know what's going on. But then as the day, you know, within a half hour, I was like, oh. Yeah. Somebody's got a hangover or something. It's just yeah, triggered. Yeah, I guess I do. I wonder if I call it on myself because uh -huh. there's a insecurity that I'm not doing something right. Yeah, because you're prepared, first of all, what did I do? That's your first place to check. Yeah. What did I do? Because I've noticed that before, when that happens first thing in the morning, it's like, yeah. oh, I'm in trouble, what did I do? Did I mess up yesterday? Did I do something wrong? Yeah. I go there. Yeah. That yeah. is the first yeah. place to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So what's under that? Yeah. What's that about? Like lack of confidence, lack of belief in yourself, self-doubt. It's lack of confidence, yeah. fundamentally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the new job thing. Mm -hmm. Like, a couple of years ago, I was like, I just want to be doing something simpler. Okay. Because I'm not good at what I'm doing, even though I, I appear to be good. So I was like, I just want to be stamping things, you know? But okay. really, I think I would be bored with that. Yes, I think so. so. You know, my job is very creative. Yeah. But... And when, why, why, why do you doubt your capabilities? Oh, well, that's funny. I suppose, yeah, I guess, I mean, I don't know. Is it a cliche to say, my mom always said I never did anything right? I don't know. It kind of goes to that. When if you, it's charged, just, it's for, you know, depends where the charge is, you know? Maybe that's, you know, even when I graduated college, she was just like, I can't, I never thought you'd be able to do this, you know? It was like, thank you, or my Thanks graduation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice graduation gift. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I suppose that could be, you know, it's just a pattern. 
could be just a passion. Because it's funny, because other people at work are like, wow, you got all these grants, and you get all this money, you do all these projects. But I don't, you know, it doesn't... You don't give yourself any credit for it? Not really. Uh, I used to, but I feel like that was the I. Sure, but you it's know? the I who, who pulls away the, the, the confidence, too, no? True. Yeah, it's weird, because like, if I get this million dollar grant, it's like, okay. Yeah. You can phenomenally be happy, you know? Yeah, I guess I could, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Say, okay, on a physical human level, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to celebrate. That's great. In the relative world, that deserves to be celebrated. And it does. And there's a place for that, you know? Yeah. Yes, maybe it's around confidence. It does seem like that. Yeah, I couldn't quite see that before. Even though those stories of what did I do wrong or what's... Yeah, yeah, and that you're just pulling in the endorsement that I'm not good enough. Just tell me I'm not good enough because I, I, I'm ready to run that story. Yeah. You know, so if somebody's shouting, it's like, whoa, off we go. We're playing, we just press play, you know? And off it goes. What did I do? What did I do wrong? The eye must recognize itself as something that's insufficient or incapable or not going to make the grade or a fake. Yeah. yeah. So just recognizing that and... Give yourself some credit. Give yourself an hour of, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. Well done, Kim character. Well done. You know what? You're actually... Pretty, pretty capable. <laughs> You're pretty successful. Give yourself a bit of credit, girl. Let yourself have it, you know? Let yourself yeah. have it, because that's, that's normal. That's normal. If the ego will fatten out of it, okay, we'll hit it then again, you know? But right now, it's like, it's, it's, it's getting juice out of the belief that it's not making the grade. Yeah. And pulling in any endorsement of that same belief. Yeah. You know, just let yourself have it. Let yourself have it. Hmm. You know? Yeah, because I have noticed that when people ask me questions, you know, and I, mm. I give an answer from a not, sometimes, you know, mm. not so confident. Mm. But then they could ask my boss, and he answers the same exact way, and they believe him. There you go. You know? <laughs> Good, well spotted. That's it. That's completely your confidence, your belief in yourself. Because what you're delivering behind the words is, I'm not totally sure here. Really not totally sure. Yeah. So that's what they're hearing. It's the non-verbal is what gets communicated, no? Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thank uh -huh. you. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. It's always kind of bugging me, you know? Sure, sure. Just one of those little things buzzing around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of women have this, and very few guys. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Women are are more capable than what they believe, and guys. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? Yes. <laughs> yes. 
yes, celebrating your your skills and your capabilities. Yes, yeah, and just believing. Believing, yeah. 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 Yeah, the character needs to have that endorsement. It's it's natural, you know. She yeah. needs professional confidence. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, because I've opened that pathway for the new job many times, and it hasn't, you know. So this is probably what it's yeah, yeah, yeah probably. But this is what it's about. Yeah. And if you climb up the ladder, can you go with that? Um, if, what do you mean? If there's a way of, of oh, yeah. yeah, upgrading yeah. whatever system of work you're in, you know, of of, of going up the oh, ranks. Sure. Would you be okay with that? See, that's a little fear that comes in. Oh, really? Why? Because I don't think I can do it. (laughs) (laughs) Or even want to do it. Do you know what I mean? Because it's a lot more commitment. I love just going to work. What my job is now, I can go there and come home. Okay. And I can separate it. I don't have to be on email or do any of that. Okay. But the step up, which is my boss's job, which who knows, that's... He's not retiring, and he, who knows, you know. But, you know. That's more, yeah, like. It's one worth looking at that yeah, and seeing, you know what, is there ambition there? Just just be honest. Like. Yeah, there's no ambition. Mm. There isn't. I used to have that. I wonder if your confidence was there, would there be ambition? Mm. I don't know, yeah, but I'm just maybe. saying, let's just open it, you know. Let's just open it. Because yeah. if the character is ambitious, that's fine. That's just the character. We're just kind of rounding out the character. You know? Yeah, I guess they... I don't know. I guess I always related ambition with being more in the character. Or, or like, my lack of ambition. I'm like, oh, it's because I've dropped some of that. Yeah. And I'm okay where I'm at. Yeah. You know? So I hear religious, spiritual conditioning, <laughs> you know, yeah, to be ambitious, not spiritual. You see, consciousness does all of it. God is doing all of it. It's all God. All of it. Yeah, oh, I see what you mean. All of it. All of it. What looks spiritual and not spiritual? Hey, it's not a religion. It's not about how it looks. It's where identification is and whether or not you know who you really are. Yeah. You can play the very same way. The very same way. Yeah. You're not going to be guided towards, you know, robbing a bank or shoplifting or you're just not going to be guided towards that. That that that'll stop. But but if the character needs to play and be ambitious and stuff, there will be nothing that stops that. Hmm. Because it's it's just a game. It's just a game. You probably wouldn't hurt anybody along the way. That would be the only different way that it would look. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of the you know religious influences have bled into our contemporary understanding of how spirituality looks. Yeah. It's about freedom. Freedom. It's about freedom. I remember once, um, I think it was last year, there was a Samsung in Toronto, and one woman going home in, on the, the streetcar, just, I mean, everything just dropped out, completely just dropped out. 
And she had an incredible evening, and it was wide open again the following morning, you know, just wide open. And most of the crack is still with her. It's very rare, really, that. It's like the bubbles are bursting now, and she's just getting understandings, but there's very rarely a sense of an eye there. And um, the following morning after this, you know, it was like 12 hours after the bottom broke out, she went, I'm just seeing all the ridiculous judgments I've made. I mean, the one, I just remember this thing she said. She said, I couldn't understand why Byron Katie had plastic surgery. It was just like, there's something wrong. Why would you have plastic surgery if you see the truth? It's just not possible. And then she said, and now I see it. There's total freedom. Any which way, without judgment, without... It doesn't make any difference at all. It's all wide open because there's no categories anymore of I should or I shouldn't. You know, and I was like, yep, yep. Yes, check out ambition. Have the door open to it to see if it's if if it wants to crank up. And ambition can be there without desire. You know, it's just a movement for the character to to express more. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because I was teaching. I haven't taught you know outside of work for a couple of years. Before that, I was teaching, and I really enjoyed it. But then I created this story after it stopped. Like, well, then you're just doing more. Gosh. You know. Like, yes. But, you know, I felt like some part, even though it was a topic of, you know, computer stuff, you know what I mean? Okay. But I felt like some part of me, of this, you know? Yes. It's coming through. Yes. <coughs> yes. Yeah, the character needs to be unbridled, mm. set free to do what it wants to do. So, otherwise, we have concepts coming in which are influencing the character's behavior. That's got to go. Hmm. Very tricky. Or very simple. Y- yes. No, Depends but I mean like trickery. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of trickery that can happen. Yeah. Yeah, it's a complete free flow, you know? It's a complete free flow. Whatever it's going to do. And, and how it happens here is that mind is like, God, really? Never thought, never conceived that that would be where this character would have gone. Like, it's like mind is just entertained by what the Jack character is doing, because the mind is so friggin' slow. There's like a huge distance between what moves through this form and when mind sees it, you know? Mm. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah. So the sequence is the other way around. Mind isn't, isn't dictating it, so mind is retrospectively watching what's moving, you know? And continuously amused, continuously... Whatever I ever said I would never do, I'm, all, I'm just taking off the list of things I said I would never do, you know? It's just like... It, the form is just doing its thing, and uh, I, I couldn't be bothered. I mean, what am I going to do? Like, bring in rules or something? Or improve on pure consciousness? Good God. The thought of it, of, of adding turbulence to the divine flow, it's nutty. Yeah. You see? Yeah. I didn't see that before. That's funny. Yeah. It's okay, that's why we're here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Sure, sure.
we could have a cup of tea, unless there's somebody who really needs to... Somebody bursting with something? No? All right, let's have a cup of tea. Um, I'm feeling anxious right now. And, um, yeah, but I, I feel like I can't move forward unless I get rid of my... <clears throat> what I'm feeling, like, through this whole thing is hurt and anxiety. Uh, hurt and anger. Okay. And I can't move forward until I get rid of all this. Great. And, um... Good that you recognize that. Yeah. You know? And I know anger is uh, one side of hurt and vice versa, or so I've heard. So, um, how do you work that through? And let it come. Just, just let it talk through you and see what you say. But what if it's like in the middle of something and it's happening, and I can't, I can't get outside it to observe it, and it just overcomes me or overwhelms me? Then you gotta vomit it, no? <laughs> you know, you know, because you're in the middle of it. You can't get a distance from it. So we gotta honor it. It's like, okay, if you're in the middle of it, that's where we start. There's no right or wrong. That's, that, that's where we start. It's like, okay, what are you feeling? Do you know why? How long you're feeling? What? What? Because the reason that you are angry and hurt might or might not be what you think it is. Mm-hmm. But but we only know that by actually saying, well, what does it look like right now? Let's paint the picture right now, and then we can see if we get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for for so long I wasn't. I never felt angry, oh. and it was just like I didn't know. I would look at people and wonder how they felt that. Yeah. And because I, the only person I felt angry about was my father, and other than that, I never felt angry. Like the people did things, I was like, oh, the people would say, oh, that would make me mad, and it didn't make me mad, and okay. I didn't know why, you know. Yeah. And now, like it's all like <laughs> at this ripe old age, it's like all oh, coming, coming up, up now. Yeah. So you, you think you had some, some way of just putting a lid on it? I guess, I must have. Mm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm just trying to work through it and um, figure out why, you know, what, what brings it on. Well, and, and it's not like I get angry at everything, but um, like if my husband will do something, it, it, like I just want to divorce him, I want to be out of there like that day, you know, and yes. you know, like throw away everything that we've had and just yes. get away from him. Yes. And you know, it's like, why would I give up everything good just because I got mad about this, you know? It's okay. like, it's just overwhelming. And I can't, like I said, I can't observe it and, and get out of it in my own mind until like the next day or something. Okay, so, so the, when it rises up, it's huge. Yeah. And everything is disproportionate. But right. What you see then is all, yeah, not really how things are. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a volcano there, huh? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. 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 So, so what, way, what techniques are there to get rid of that or work, with, work through it or observe yourself and stop it or...? Well, not stop it, really. It's like, it's like what, what, what does it look like when you get angry nowadays? What does it look like? Mm. Do you scream? Do you shout? Do you slam doors? Do you bottle it? What do you do? <coughs> Different things, depending on the situation. Okay. I usually try to take my dog for a walk. <laughs> and, uh, so do you express it at all if you're taking your dog for a walk? I will calm down. I'll try to bring it down to a manageable level. Okay. And then... Then I might say something, 
and um, yeah, or or not, you know. It's then I wait till the next day and see if it gets how how I can look at it differently. Okay. So what makes it matter? Um. Things that happen, like, um, say, with my daughter or something that, um, say, my husband did something that he, you know, without us working as a group because we're trying to work together and resolving problems and stuff like that, and something he might do independently because he wants to be a hero or something like that, and he'll, yes. he'll take it upon himself to do something without, that I think is detrimental overall, but he's decided it makes him feel good to do something, so he might go ahead and do it. Okay. <coughs> okay. So he's breaking the rules. Mm -hmm. So there's a, there's a reason for it, but the, um, the size of the anger might be... Yeah. 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 It's a bit out of balance with what he's done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tell me about the hurt that goes along with it. Well, it almost feels like a betrayal, like, you know, ah. I'm supposed to be included in this kind of thing, and okay. I'm not. Okay. Okay. But yet, you can see that he's probably doing it to make himself feel good. Mm -hmm. It's not to put you down or to exclude you, but he's just trying to make himself a bit of a hero. Mm -hmm. So he's looking after himself. Mm -hmm. So he's making it about him, and you're making it about you. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> he's ignoring you. Correct, yeah. You see? Yeah. As that mightn't be his intention at all to exclude you, because everybody's after their own patch. Everybody's out to... It's all about me. It's always about me. How does this impact on me? Mm -hmm. What can I gain or what have I lost? Or, mm -hmm. You see? Mm -hmm. And it seems that if, if somebody does something where, where, where it looks like you'll be hurt, whether it's their intention or not, you're feeling it as though you're hurt, mm -hmm. then you explode. Mm -hmm. Seems to be it. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, if you're stronger in yourself, we don't take it in like a punch in the belly. Mm -hmm. Do you know? Mm -hmm. It's just like, oh, you did that. Mm, why did you do that? Mm -hmm. But immediately it's like, you did that? Oh my God, it's, oh, this, is, this is what it means. This is how it feels and this is what it means. So that's about you. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How, how did it, how did it? But he did become an offense to you. Mm -hmm. You see, so you're making it about you. Mm -hmm. And so the ego does this, mind does this, when, when we're not solid, solid enough inside ourselves. Mm -hmm. So when somebody does something, it impacts on us mm -hmm. disproportionately. Mm -hmm. And that's because we're not solid. Mm -hmm. That we need to be endorsed or given credit or shown that we're loved. Mm -hmm. Shown that we're loved. Mm -hmm. And we interpret somebody's action as a sign of that. No love. Mm -hmm. Not a loving thing to do. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm -hmm. Now, that happens if you don't love yourself. Mm -hmm. 
Das war die durch. If you completely and totally love yourself, you'll see that it's about him. It's like, hon, that was stupid. What did that for? Mm -hmm. Do you know? Mm -hmm. it'll, it'll be like that. It'll be like, mm -hmm. yeah. It'll be just about him, which it was, just about him mm -hmm. acting outside of the agreement. It's like, explain yourself a bit, please. Mm -hmm. What's going on now? Mm -hmm. Then it's about him. Mm -hmm. But you'll only be able to see that position if you love yourself. Mm -hmm. And how do you get to how do you get to that point? Well, if you love yourself, self-criticism has stopped. Mm -hmm. Self-doubt has stopped. Needing other people to approve of you has stopped. So it's about the negative things stopping. It's about breaking the bad habits. Mm -hmm. Can you repeat those? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stopping all self-criticism. Uh -huh. Recognizing when self-criticism is coming up and say, nope, I'm not going there. I'm just fine how I am. I accept it and I love it and it's just fine. I'm not listening to that garbage. Uh -huh. So stopping self-criticism, stopping self-doubt, mm -hmm. not needing other people to approve of us. If they like us, if they don't like us, that's their opinion. They're entitled to like us and they're entitled to not like us. Just, just as though you like some people and don't like other people. Mm -hmm. It's your entitlement. Mm -hmm. So people are free to like and dislike you. <coughs> so <coughs> give them permission. Yeah, mm -hmm. sure it is. Sure it is. There was a fourth one and I can't remember. <laughs> Self-criticism, self-doubt. Not caring what other people say about you. Yes, not caring what other people say about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your self-image. Mm -hmm. Being self-conscious, your self-image. Do you know? Mm -hmm. How you look, how you're perceived. Mm -hmm. As long as you're acceptable to you. Mm -hmm. And not running that through other people. Mm -hmm. Do you know? You can be acceptable to you because you imagine that it's going to be accepted by others. Mm -hmm. To stop that external loop and just for you to accept you. It's like, yeah, mm -hmm. I look okay or I sound okay or I'm going there because, because I want to go there. Mm -hmm. Because I deserve it or I, I, I need to earn my place or is it the right place for me or I'm in over my head or... Mm -hmm. none, none of that, none of that. No, I'm going there, that's it. Mm -hmm. So it's like a lot of internal dialogue stops. Mm -hmm. That's the symptom of self-love. Mm -hmm. Building your self-worth, your value to yourself, building that. Because if you give value to yourself, it, it won't be a sign of him not valuing you mm -hmm. or your daughter not valuing you if they do something that, that clashes mm -hmm. with what you think is right or good. Mm -hmm. So if your self-worth is strong, if you value yourself, there's a whole load of stuff that won't touch you. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I think it's hard to not internalize all that stuff. Yeah. That's the habit. It's just a friggin' bad habit, you know? Yeah, yeah we learn it way back. Uh -huh. And how do you learn how to not criticize yourself? Or... The moment that you hear yourself criticizing yourself, you stop it. And you say the opposite. Mm -hmm. You gotta, you gotta start watching. So what's going on here? What's the dialogue here? And if it's like, oh my God, I shouldn't have gone up there. I sounded really stupid. It's like, stop. 
Stop. Whatever I do is just perfect because it comes from me and it's the best I can do in any moment. Therefore, it's good enough for me. So it's nipping it, nipping it, nipping it. Okay. So it, it's a piece of work. Yeah. Because you've got to watch to see what loop am I running? What, what stories am I feeding myself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a big task. Yeah. Okay. Which of the internal dialogues would be most frequent? Self-criticism or self-doubt or is it like a guilt, shame or self-consciousness or what do you run in there? Mm. Well, a lot of those things, yeah. you know, it's, it isn't any one thing, I think, you know. Okay. But it's, you know, something that started when, of course, we're young and, you know. Yeah. 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 And, um, and we never learn how to manage the internal dialogue. We just, uh-huh. we just don't until we come to spirituality. And it'd be great if it's in our schools or something, just to learn, hey, what, how are you using your mind? Uh-huh. And we're not there yet. Uh-huh. So, so now we have to, at this stage of life, having to uh-huh. pull back uh-huh. and retrain the internal dialogue. Yeah. Because yeah. it never incapacitated me, but it wouldn't... But the, on the other hand, I wouldn't feel good inside. That's it. Know. That's it, you see. You don't feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, is there anything to replace those besides positive things? Is there any way to... You know what's useful is to find one sentence that you use as the your anchor, that you go back to that anchor regardless of whatever one is running. Because mm-hmm. if, you, you know, if you've got a mix of a few, mm-hmm. a few different styles, then find one sentence. Mm-hmm. And a nice one is, I love and accept myself in all of my magnificence. Mm-hmm. But you, you kind of have to believe it. It can't just be from the neck up mm-hmm. that you're saying it. Mm-hmm. You've got to feel it in your belly. Mm-hmm. You know, I love and accept myself exactly as I am in all of my magnificence. Mm-hmm. In all of my magnificence. Magnificent. Yes. Yes. I think I saw that somewhere. <laughs> all the house. Yellow post it's coming your way. <laughs> A huge one, yeah. yeah. Well, different colors we have. <laughs> Different fonts. <laughs> yeah, when you said that, I said I saw that in someone's room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good one. Uh-huh. It's a good one. But you got to keep running it. See, the mind takes everything literally. So if you say, "Oh, I'm an awful fool for you know, how stupid was that?" Or you know, I kicked my foot off the door. How stupid? You know, it's like your mind is taking this literally, and it's going into the ego. To keep the ego alive. Mm-hmm. So your mind doesn't have a filtration system to know what's, what's a joke and what's for real. Mm-hmm. So every message you give in there, it's believing it. Mm-hmm. It's believing it. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to give it the opposite. Mm-hmm. Just to undo the damage that we've done without that negativity. Mm-hmm. So it's about finding that if, that if you can believe that sentence... If you're ready to love and accept yourself as ex- exactly as you are in all of your magnificence, mm-hmm. if you can give that much love to yourself, mm-hmm. all right, all right. So mm-hmm. then anytime the loop is going, it's like, nope, 
I'm running this story instead in my head. Mm-hmm. I love and accept myself and I have to go. That's very effective. Mm-hmm. Because you see, to drop the story and go into silence, it's too much of a loop, too much of a step. It's, it's too much. Because, because if your mind is busy with negative, the easiest thing is to let it be busy with positive. And then both stories can stop. But to stop the negative and not, not, not kind of heal, not kind of heal it, and expect the mind to stop running a dialogue, hmm, it's too much. It's too much together. So you're saying if I get mad and I don't say anything and, or build my self-worth or just going out and not saying anything is not enough. You have to go back in and counteract that? or Yeah, because the reason you're getting angry, that's what I'm after. The reason that you're getting angry, the reason it's disproportionate is because it's, it's about your own lack of self-worth. That's what's coming in to, to make it disproportionate, you know. An explosion, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so the anger is the symptom. Mm-hmm. It's not the problem. Mm-hmm. You run, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you might have like whatever a high temperature, but it's because you've got an infection in your elbow, you know, that mm-hmm. you've got the high temperature. We we got to clear the infection here, mm-hmm. and then the temperature will go down. Mm-hmm. So the anger is the high temperature. Mm-hmm. It's like the temperature is there because your self worth. Mm-hmm. Needs to be addressed. Needs to be healed. Mm-hmm. It's like the infection. That's the itself. root infection itself. Mm-hmm. That's the infection. Okay. okay. You see. Mm-hmm. So started. Started this evening. Started because when you're in silence, it's great. You can hear the dialogue. It's like, wow, there it goes again. Let yourself hear how much negative stuff is going on in your head. Mm-hmm. Really try to watch and see. Is it negative? Is it positive? What kind of thoughts am I running? Is it all judgment and criticism of myself, of others? What's going on here? Is it negative or positive? Mm-hmm. And switch it. Switch it to your anchor. Mm-hmm. And you'll know you're making progress because the anger will subside. Okay. All right? Yeah. You think you can do it? I'll try. Yeah, give it a good go. Yeah. Even just watching to see what, what, what's going on in your head. Just, just uh-huh. even to notice that is a huge step. Uh-huh. To start to listen to it. Uh-huh. Instead of just believing it and running it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I will, I will try. Yeah. yeah. Great. Thank you. Okay, sure. Yes. 
It could go two ways. Yes. You know, one could have been what we call the uh, default. Yeah, mode network. Uh-huh. Network as a default mode, a pathway. Mm-hmm. And that's that's like a dead end now. It's a dead end, yeah. <laughs> it's sticking straight up, it's not working. Yeah. yeah. We used to always think, well, that's like going to its head in the highest. Sure. Maybe it is. Yeah. Is is now discovered. Yes. Yes. Nice, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Some imagery was there all along, maybe. Yeah. Take a breath. Thank you. Thank you. I've never done satsang before. Mm. Been around the uh, spiritual groups for a long time, but not groups, studying. Mm -hmm. And I had no question for you, and I didn't think I was going to have any. And I finally just got got one, which is that um, I I study A Course in Miracles, and I've studied it for a number of years. Uh And I love it because it's a self-study application. Yes. And um, this, to me, is um, brings up in me the fact that I don't trust, I guess is the word, this person, you know, this K, um, doesn't want to rely on somebody else to bring me spirituality, bring me peace, bring me whatever I'm, I'm looking for. Yes. Because I want to do it myself. Yes. And then I recognize that that's something that has appeared in my life before, not just in uh, spirituality or in Course in Miracles being self-study. I love it because of that. Um, but in other ways, when I was teaching, people were asking to help me, and I thought, I said, no, that's okay, that's okay. You know, and, I, and I liked it. That's the ego. This, this, my personality likes doing it by myself. And um, I think one of the reasons that I, I've seen you, of course, on YouTube, and uh, all of a sudden I saw this um, uh, retreat happening, and I was pulled. Yes. And this. Very thing might be the reason yes. that I'm here. Yes. So, yes, that's me. And I did think about it when I was thinking of coming up and realized that, you know, I couldn't rely on anybody when I was growing up. Yes. And I thank God I found a way to survive. And, uh, and I liked it. I still, this is where one of the things that I really want to get in touch with because I know that we're all, uh, there is no individuality and no separation. Yes. I know that intellectually. Yes. yes. But, thank you, but uh, I enjoy, this ego enjoys that independence. Uh, So, it's nice to be able to say, oh, I'm asking someone for help. 
Yeah, it's wonderful that you're allowing yourself to do it. Haha. Exactly. It's I'm wonderful. Not, I'm not really doing it. That's the funniest thing. I guess I am, but it really is just happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Painfully happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there it is. There it is. So I don't know if I have a question, but I think maybe I just have an answer here. Yes, yes. I don't know if that's, that's yes. just it. Yeah. Is there a relief? <sighs> yes. Yeah, great. That's, that's... I could just... Yeah. Wallow in it. Wallow in it. Do. Do. Because all the holding to remain independent... I'm so tired of holding on yeah 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 meditation here has been excellent things have doing well, and I have to tell you a funny thing. I never can sleep when I'm in a strange place until maybe a day or two later and I take uh, not over the counter and whatever. Mm. Sleeping like a baby. Are you? I mean, I wake up, I go to bed, it doesn't matter, nothing, nothing, nothing. Fine, I'm fine. Mm. Uh, mm. I think, uh, to tell the truth, I think places are changing for me yes. uh, from, from my study, and I feel the changes. Yes. But it was very funny that I could sleep though. And enjoy, the beds are terrible. I don't know how your beds are. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. I get into the bed, close my eyes, I'm asleep. <laughs> so I think for me, I'm done here. It's okay. <laughs> I want to run. Just, yeah, I know you want to run, yeah, but yeah. let that feeling, let's let not obey go. that feeling. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know the zone you were in like 30 seconds about, like, it's happening. I'm not doing this, but it's happening. Ah. Let's find that place again. Ah. Yes, yes. And so when it's happening that, that you step up, Milano, that one. Ah, okay. Not mine. Mm -hmm. I hear you. Yeah. It's been very good to, to do the stepping back good. exercises. Very good. Good. And that's part of what's happening in my life at home, that I'm just stepping back from all the different tasks that I took on. And um, even, I don't know whether it'll happen or not, I'm being open to it. Uh, I have a wonderful little job, and it's, uh, tutoring at a Catholic college. But you know what? I've had it for about six years. I'm retired, um, but I get paid at the job. And I'm not, I'm not, don't think I need it anymore. We'll see. Okay. I'll be open to it. And I don't think I need it. I know from my Unitarian Church experiences of helping everyone and doing and having a great time. Yeah. I've stepped back the entire year from that. Okay. And that's what's happening right now. I'm uh -huh. stepping back. Lovely. Uh, I'm, someone here was saying they stare out the window. Yes. I do a lot of that. Yes. <laughs> so, I do a lot of that. Yes. Yes. 
I don't know where it's going to go, which is a little bit uncomfortable, I'd say. So what? Right, so what? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to go where it's going to go. Yeah. As long as you're practical and you have enough money to live and you've got a, a bed to sleep oh, in at night. I'm taking care of myself all yeah. the time. I got that all in place. If, if like that's in place. That's in place. That, if that's in place. Mm-hmm. And it kind of needs to be in place. Mm-hmm. If that's in place, heck, you know what? Let God have the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let go and see what yeah, happens. Let go and let it, let it work through you. Let it take your life. You know, Let it live through you. Mm-hmm. You know? It is doing it anyway. You just think yeah. you're, you're in control, you know? Yeah, that's what I've been. I'm learning a lot here because I I don't know this terminology yeah. too much. I yeah. know the course. Yeah, and uh, so this is new. Some of it's new to me. Yeah. I don't know if I should tell you, I will tell you, but it's so funny to watch this going on. I'm not used to this, as I said. And a lot of it, I see it like um, my aunts, my mother and my aunts, sitting and having tea and talking. And not that they would do this kind of sharing at all, but there's that feeling, maybe it just came from me that that feeling was there, that, oh, is that right? Oh, okay, and what else is happening? Or, yes. And it was very, very nice, very, very yes. nice. Not that... And when I think about it, that really probably didn't go on in my, in my family. But it felt, it felt there was some essence of that, yes. or some fragrance, as you use yes. the word, of that. Um, let's just talk about it. You yes. know, let's take it easy and not yeah. analyze, really. Yeah. Just open up to it. Just open up to it and let it do its thing, you know. <clears throat> yeah. And it does. Just unravels itself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I've got a sword in my in my pocket, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like whack, mm-hmm. and that happens too. Ah, uh-huh. you know. But but um, yeah, this one is kind of like a family sharing. You know? mm-hmm. That's what it felt like. It is. Yeah, yeah this one yeah. is. And every retreat is a little bit different. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you go a little zen there with the the whack. You mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> sometimes it can be quite yeah. fierce. Wow, interesting mm-hmm. to see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't do it to me, though. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I think you're right. Yeah. I feel like there might be fear there, but it's not the word fear. Okay. You no, know, it's just a bit of trembling. Sure. Well, it's a big shift, you know. It's, it's a big shift to let go of that whole way of being, of being independent, looking after yourself, making sure if it's going to happen, I have to do it for myself. And to drop all of that, that's a, that's a fair transition. You know, to like, oh my God, I, I can be carried, I can be held, I can be guided. I have my own internal monitor to smell out the BS and to smell out what resonates as authentic. And you have to trust that. And you might build up the garden path to something that's BS and you'll learn from that too. And if you have to sharpen your, your inner intuition, that's fine. That, that'll serve you along the way. 
you know, but, but there's all this help around, you know. There is. You don't have to carry it anymore. You know, talking about self-worth, I mean, that's where it all comes from. I, I've worked on that for years, but uh, the letting go and asking for help. Yes. Accepting help. Yes. Knowing that it will be there. Yes. And even if it's not there, I don't have to make it happen. You know, no. I can just, okay, it's not there right now. I'll yeah. live with that. Yes. But I don't have to jump up. No. And uh, no. run around and make sure everything is in place. No. Help will come. In some shape or form, help will come. Okay, that's done, kind of feet. Yeah. Yeah, great. Thank you. Sure. Doesn't matter, whatever you need to do. Uh, the first one is mindfulness. I blundered into a uh, teaching tape on mindfulness, mm. and uh, it seems to be quite quite a bit at odds mm. with what comes through this direction. Uh, and if I were to summarize it, I would say that the mindfulness leaves me very separate being personally, separatively attentive to whatever's happening. Uh -huh. Okay. That's Full enough. of mind. That's enough. That's a course correction. <laughs> there, there's, there's just a dichotomy between, yeah, must be useful. Yeah. It's great but at, it at the beginning. But it seems not to be where I am. Yeah. No, it's not your path at all. It's not your path at all, no. No. Yeah, it's great at the beginning, you know, it's, it's great, because it, it, it really, 
encourages the observer and you know yeah. really gets a handle on what's going on in there you know and, and teaches good skills good virtues good practices very useful but you know it's not for everybody yes it, it even seemed to have a taste or a hint towards something called unity yeah yeah it's at the beginning yeah. like which is going yeah. towards unity and then they have to drop unity as well so yeah full of mind Um, another topic. Um, perception is a word we use here. Yes. Some, and uh, and so then there's perceiving, mm. and and we talk about uh, a perceiver and they perceived and and the triad perceiving yes. in between them. Yes. Um, I think that was just for <coughs> that's at the dualistic framework level. Yes. Uh, it looks like what we're headed to, what we I am headed to in, in this natural state, is a sense of um, of perceiving without. Uh, let me use the word registering. Yes. Uh, I, I have to do my own definition for registering, but it looks like that's what one does to stick it in your head as an event. Correct. But if you are, as it is said, living in a natural state, sensory stuff is flowing through. Yes. yes. And, and, you're, and you're not labeling, judging. Yes. yes. Noticing, even. Yes. Yes. So, in terms of subject-object, if that dualistic perception is running, then I'm perceiving the microphone. So there's a microphone there. And of course, it, it, there's a microphone there. But if there's no subject-object, and if we're just in the natural state, and perceiving is happening without me perceiving the microphone, then there's no registering there's a microphone there. But this is being used. It's like, is there a microphone there or not? Oh yeah, there was. But, but it wouldn't have registered. As, as a label, as a thing, as an item, as a... You see? But yet the functioning can happen without that subject-object, the naming of there's a microphone. Yes. So perceiving, perceiving happens without somebody looking at something. Yes. Perceiving is just the working mind managing in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you just raised a topic that wasn't even on the list. <laughs> well, it is kind of subject-object. Mm. Uh, would you say again, I've heard you say it a couple of three times, where subject-object begins. It begins sort of in your spectrum at a level of existence. Yes. Because something one, one exists one, then. That's the seed of it. As soon as existence, when consciousness starts to see itself, it's like it turns around. It's like somebody had that. I think it was in Carlsbad. Was, was, was somebody here? I, I never know. I, I don't know. Somebody someplace I know recently said, the you of the universe. It's like there's an eyeball on top of... Was it, was it you? Was it yourself? Okay. So that turning around. There we go. <laughs> Labeling doesn't happen very often. Anyway. So... so so the subject-object, when it sees itself, 
All right, it sees itself. Oh, something exists. Something exists. Now, then it gives the opportunity for other things to exist. Because where is it going to go from something exists? Or I exist, I am. Where, where is it going to go? But diversity will come in. So the thing that exists is the subject, because there's only the I. Right? We've got primordial existence. So there's only the I without a second. We've got the subject. The next evolution of consciousness breaks into subject, object. I exist as. And there's an imagining that something is separate from you. So we have subject looking at object. Labeling is in, duality is in. We've got me and you, we've got two. The dualistic framework is in. And then it just splinters into all kinds of diversity. You can multiply into, you know, glass table, tissues, flour, off a go. In, in the, uh, the lecture talk you gave at the SAND conference, um, I believe you referred to, the, to a, a gap uh, between lower levels where there's a cycling of consciousness and, and this existence level, and that's the one you just bridged from the top down. Yes, yes. By saying, here's the step into duality. That's right. Thank you. That's right. I'll yeah. Deal with that one as I can. Yeah. Cool. So we can go from the dualistic, the, the I story, back to pure consciousness, yeah. or we can go from pure consciousness yeah. right into the I story. Yeah. I'm, I, uh, I mean, this is a, almost off to the side. Uh, I, I, I am a scientist. I have a background in that. Uh, you say you have a pull toward scientific things. If there's ever, I mean, it's kind of foolish to make the offer, but it's there. Okay. If whatever I can add or, or do. Okay. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is that the fellow at Yale is named Gary Weber. Yes, Weber. I thought of it in bed last night. Weber, that's he, right, he Gary Weber. Have, he, he has a, uh, a YouTube that you may or may not have seen. He was at the sand, yes. I think, last year. Yes. Um, and another name that might be fun is a fellow named Lee Smolin, who is at a, at a theoretical physics institute in Ontario. I'm not sure whether okay. you have a set saying uh, retreat yeah. coming up. Where in Ontario is it? Um, Waterloo. Oh, in Waterloo, really? Really? Oh, okay, there, so it's a couple there, hours from Toronto. Less, is about an hour from Toronto, it's very near. Uh, one huh. of his recent articles in, 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 in a magazine was very fun for talking about the evolution of universes. Ah, okay. And in fact, as one would draw a genealogical tree yeah. of universes with different characteristics. Yeah. Beautiful. If those things are of interest, uh, oh, that's yeah, a that's name. Fun. Make it, making contact with him while you're Small. in Canada might be fun. Okay. Very good, thank you. Uh, last so, time. He's been very modest about being a scientist. Uh, he's, Dave's been very modest. Is he? About his own capabilities. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. He can't even tell us what he does. He have to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff, are you? I wasn't. Yeah, okay. I, I was at, at Los Alamos. Okay. Ah, okay. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Since I broke this thought, can you just go on about pre proceeding again? So the Jack character, you see a bird. It just, there's no, there's no thing like, oh, there's a really bright red cardinal. Um, yeah, I can. I can. Uh, can I pick it up after this? Because it's kind of long. I, I, I know I go down a rabbit hole. So, yeah, perfect. No, it's perfect. Just set the seeds. Uh, then then a, a last one. Um, again, this idea of, of living and being in, in, in a natural state. The natural state. Looks like a step up from, from observer and even in, in, in your spectrum, you had, there was another level called witness or I am. Mm. We as a group just hopped. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, and then on a table out there now, there are CDs and, and your books, and there's a little packet of cards called spiritual practice. Mm. Um, often, my first interaction with you, I I, I took everything I heard and I tried to repeat it back to you and you told me, no, nah, I can say the opposite. Yes. <laughs> and so... Can you see why everything in its opposite is valid? Yeah. Sure. Which is, which is the question. Spiritual practice looks like something to occupy one's time. Yes. But you know... If, if you can... If, yeah. Run to a natural state that in itself is the spiritual practice. Absolutely. And it gets rid of all other spiritual practices because there's no identification there. But if you're at home in three weeks' time and try as you might, there is like a memory of that stillness, that spaciousness that you can pop into here so easily. And you're driving yourself nuts. It's very useful to like, oh my God. Give me some kind of a leg up so I can stop running this stupid story about that fight I had with my sister last night. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. sometimes mm -hmm. you, you, ah, cool. you, you just need something okay. to, to bridge you. But in this environment, sure, we can take a giant leap. Mm -hmm. Sure. So rather than having my alarm clock set for way earlier than I want every morning, I can have a deck of cards. Yeah. And just say, oh, okay, today. Yes. Pick, pick a card, yes. any card. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay. Exactly. And you know, it works for some to kind of have good practice, to have something to keep reminding them and bringing them mm -hmm. back, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but if it's very easy for you to go to the natural state, oh, go straight to the natural state. Don't mind anything else. Because it switches off identification, no? It stops using the default mode network. It just stops using it. Seems to. What else do you need? Stop using the eye story. That's, that's what all spiritual practice is about. But if you can't, the uh, eye story is driving you nuts. You know, you've you got you to gotta yes. go out with a bit of a hammer. If you can't but, step but, out. but if you're out messing in the world that we've heard described here, yeah, um, it's a different environment from having dinner on the table. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And, and nobody in your face. Yes, and nobody in your face, exactly. 
But for you, I'd say go to the natural state would be the only sure. spiritual practice you need. Sure. You know? Sure. Just keep stepping back there and see if you can manage. See what happens. See what gets challenged, what doesn't get challenged. If anything comes up or not. If right? anything. Yeah, if anything. Uh, that, that was... Okay. Okay, I'm going to talk about perceiving then, because it might be something that you... <laughs> you can stay here if you want, because it's probably be... Yeah, because... Deal. Because I'm feeling it might... Okay. So, <laughs> so we've got... Okay, so, so you know subject-object. I am looking at that. So there's the jack, subject, looking at the microphone, the object, and perceiving is the action that's happening between the two. So we step back into the natural state and there isn't a labeling of microphone there isn't a labeling all that kind of dialogue oh there's the microphone and yeah does it have a switch and none of that yappity yap is going on okay <clears throat> natural state things are just kind of flowing from there and happening and usually happening slowly until you can kind of get into the groove of it and then speed isn't a problem <clears throat> so even stepping back from the natural state which really in order for the natural state to be solid, going prior to the natural state happens where the whole lot of it blows up. And to function in the world, you end up coming forward to the natural state. The natural state is where the body-mind organism hangs out. But you know that, you, that, it's, a, that it's, it's a state. It's not a state of mind, it's a state. And that what you are isn't even that but that the character is hanging out in the natural state and the body is relaxed in the natural state and life can happen from the natural state. But that's just the movie part of it, that, that you're prior, okay? Now, <clears throat> pure consciousness, as it moves towards the natural state, pure perceiving is happen happening. And perceiving is when there isn't somebody looking at the thing, there isn't a subject looking at the object, there isn't Jack in the microphone, but there's just the verb, because there is no me and microphone. The labeling isn't there, the subject-object isn't there. There's just perceiving itself. Nobody is perceiving anything. So, <clears throat> for a couple of years, there was just pure perceiving happening here. Then, it kind of, it became really obvious once, one night, because I was walking into uh, a satsang in Sebastopol in California. And apparently there was a whole load of wisteria hanging down over the entrance into this, it was somebody's home where we have a satsang, it's a, it's a regular event there. And uh, we were talking about pure perceiving, and one of the women there said, so did you see the wisteria outside? And I was like, no. I mean, it was everywhere. I mean, it was completely everywhere. It was a fantastic display. I'm sure I missed the whole thing. It's like, no. And so, after that, it was like, gosh. So people were saying, but you're missing life. You're missing everything. I said, like, missing what? I mean, what the heck is missing? Like, where would you have that idea that you're missing something? That's, that's only when you can gain and lose. I mean, I'm not interested in getting something and losing something. Forget it. It's just as it is. And it's always complete. So, perceiving might or might not happen, but it didn't mean that, it meant that nothing was, nothing left a trace, nothing was marked, nothing was an event, nothing was happening to me because there was nobody having an experience, registering an experience. So, 
that in, in, that happened with the wisteria, and it's like, gosh, gosh, yeah, okay, that's that's how it works for other people. They notice things. The next incident that happened was about a year later, and I had met uh, Derek, the guy I got married to last year, and we were at a retreat in Ottawa. <clears throat> And there's, uh, there was these canoes at the back of uh, at the back of the house where we were staying, and uh, a lake. And so it was one of the long lunch breaks. And I thought, I'm going for a walk. And I thought, oh, let's just hop in a canoe. So we hopped in the canoe anyway, and went out to the lake. And it's like, and I didn't know this guy long at all, maybe two months or something. And I was like, Jack, would you say something? Say something. And I remember trying to activate my neurons. I was like. Okay, how do people do this? How, how, what, what do you do? Like, what, what, what? How do you engage with somebody and have, enjoy this experience together? Come on, come on, come on, come on. It's like, okay, okay. You admire things together. All right, okay, so what's here? What's here? What's here? What are you looking at? What's here? Okay, there's the boat. All right, come on, come on. Name things, name things. And it was like this. I was like pushing, pushing. Breaking through something. I was trying to fire a new like, neurological pattern. That's what I was trying to do. It's like, name something. What's there? What's there? Oh, there's birds. There's ducks over the other side of the thing and they're flying. Like, oh, do you see the ducks flying? Look, isn't that beautiful? I was like, I got it. I got it. It's like such a sense of achievement to get to them. Seeing something, naming the something, and being able to verbalize it. Get the whole sequence going, you know? And of course, then it was, you know, he, he was, you know, it was like, oh, yeah, wow, you know. I don't know what we talked about. We talked about ducks or something. I don't know. It's just a chit-chat, you know. So I was like, okay, I need to work on this. I need to work on this. Because to live in the West, if it is a problem to reintroduce subject-object, if awakening is dependent on no subject-object, then it's a bullshit awakening. Then it's bullshit. It's incomplete. Pardon? It would be incomplete. Yeah, something would be like, it would be conditional. And it's like, okay, come on. Perceiving, pure perceiving is there for a few years. Let's see, let's see, let's really, really work on it. And I worked on it, like, to kind of name this, name that, name it, name it, name it. Talk about experiences, like register things, keep registering. And I, it's like I've, I fired new neurology because now I can make stories, and now I can, now I can make friends again. I literally couldn't because I had nothing to say to anybody. Because there was nothing happening at all. It's like, what do people talk about? Do you know? And I go to the movies, but I was watching a movie in a movie, you know. But I couldn't do it, so my circle got really, really small, and that's fine if you live in an ashram. But I tried the ashram thing, and that didn't last for long, you know. There was an ashram in Costa Rica, and that's fine. So bingo. Nine months later, you're back in the West again, Jack. Right, what are you going to do now? Do you know what it's like? If, if this is the way life is to go, I'm pretty dysfunctional. Do you know what pure functioning happens? But, but I, I, I've lost an ability to connect with people. This is no good. This, this isn't right. In some way, this is not appropriate for the West. Works fine in India or in an Indian model in the West, but not okay. So I really worked at it in making a story, making stories. And it didn't bring back duality, obviously, it didn't bring it back. And how, how it shows up now is that it's like 
it's like you from my theatre days. It's like it, it's like sliding a gel in front of a light. You know, you're sliding, sliding, sliding a colour, plastic sheath in front of a light to change the colour of the ambience on stage. That's what it's like. And the lens, the coloured gel, is the dualistic toolkit. And it's like the capacity to see in subject object comes in and goes out, and comes in and goes out. That's what it feels like. It's not there all the time at all. It doesn't become your standard no, operating it's system, not. so it, it's just there it's when not. you need it. It's yeah, good. Is exactly. it volitional? Is it volitional? Can you can trace I it? pull it in? Can I pull it in? Or does it just come in on its own? I don't even know if I know what the difference was. That's a very good question. What? What would it feel like to be pulling it in? There was definitely a pulling it in to make it happen. To learn how to do it. To learn how to do it. But now, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think I can pull it in. I think there's just a trusting that it's there. Would there be an eye there that pulls it in? How would that work? <laughs> I have to think about that. What would be the faculty that would recognize that it's needed and that would pull it in? Can't find that. What about working mind? What about the working mind? Yeah. 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 That's, not, that's automatic and conscious. It does the job. Yeah, it seems and to be like that. It, it seems yeah. to be like that, that the working mind just automatically comes in with it. It feels like that. The thinking mind. Through the thinking mind. No. The working mind is already It's the working mind picks it up and puts it down, it seems. So, sorry, I thought Eileen's question is could you bring it to the thinking mind, to will it? But the thinking mind is the self referencing mechanism that burns out. Maybe it's a wrong term. You see? It sounds like. I guess for mindfulness might be helpful because mindfulness doesn't apply a connection to a thinking mind. It implies an ability to focus and participate in something. Yeah. You know, so it sounds yeah. like that's a mindfulness. But that would be exhausting. Imagine placing yeah. your attention on something. Oh my God, that would be exhausting. be exhausting. But don't you place your attention on something to label? Um, no. Okay, good question. You're not attending to it when you're... No, you know, it's, it's like... like it's when you like, see the ducks, you're not... Uh, yeah, 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 I had to, to, to kind of fire the neurology to get the skill back. Do I place my attention on it now? No, it doesn't feel that strong. It doesn't feel like there's a placing of attention on it, like I place attention on, like, like the radio's on, like I've got to turn that off to put my attention on reading this email. Do you know? That, that's as much as I can do with my attention. That's as much as I can do, but I can't. I don't think I could be mindful. It kind of feels very thick. May I try? Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, attention probably belongs with thinking mind. I think so. And and and, uh, and labeling yes. is clear down in, in working mind brainstem. Yeah, it seems to have disappeared. The labeling, the labeling disappeared, and 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 now it's available. Unconscious, automatic, yeah, and, yeah. and independent of attention. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's automatic. It does feel like it's automatic. Uh huh. I don't, I mean, it's my totally off, but it, it sounds like you were learning a new language. Yeah. I mean, when you learn, when you really learn a language, you don't you stop having to think. It's just there. That's right. That? That's right. Yes, that's a good analogy. Yeah, stop having to think, or you stop having to translate. It just comes. It just comes. Yeah, yeah. There's no steps in it. Yeah, there's no steps. But what prompted it? I saw a cardinal. You know. Pardon? I saw a cardinal jumping amongst the okay. greenery, and it's just so distinctive. Yes. And what you're describing, and I was really trying to. I wanted. I've always wanted to know what it meant, what pure perceiving. Yes. And I think what I experienced was no. There was a, a subject object. There was you looking at the character. Yeah. 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 Especially if there's a wow. It was. It was. I was attracted. Yes. Yeah. yes. Although the the I was quite aware of that process. That's, ah. that's what it's really. Oh, I'm looking at the car. Good. Great. You spotted the subject object in place. Yeah. I saw. It. Superb. That's it's great. Thing. And that if you can. Really pure perception. No. No, that's not pure perceiving. And I don't know, like, it'd be interesting to see if, is it possible as we evolve, because we're moving so fast, is it possible for labeling to be maintained, but, but not to be derived from the subject-object structure? Wouldn't that be interesting? I don't know if that's possible. It didn't work like that for me, but I'm... I'm I'm kind of learning all the time. How does it work? How does it work? How would it work for them? You know? I, I don't know if that's possible. It should be possible, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I, I, well, there was... I mentioned that in TM. And I remember Marsha once saying, says, after your enlightenment, uh, he had people read the Karma Namansa Sutras of Germany, which is... You know, and it's weird translation. But what he says, after like there's these huge upheavals. And that's what you're describing to me. Just, just upheavals of yes. understanding and experience. Yes. And not, and then Francis Lucille talked about there is such an incredible maturation after awakening. Yes. And I, again, yes. I, I didn't really understand that. Yes. You're, you're showing it to me. Yeah. Which is yeah. Very yeah. Um, and the, and there's a sense that you, the Jack character is an experiment, you know. Really, I the Jack character feels like an experiment. Yeah. To like, okay, okay, what 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 can happen here? What can create a density again? Yeah. You know. You're the heretic of the, yeah. The yeah. 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 Absolutely. Let's let's let let it go as radical as it can be. Like. What, what could shut down this? Could something shut it down? Could the default mode network crank up again? And what would it take? <laughs> Which know? is great just for just the thinking mind here to say, rip it, you know, tear it apart. Even these ideas that we're banding back, it's another way just to rip out all the concepts you have already. That's right. You know, so, ooh. Yeah, we're, we're coming at it from every angle we can. Yeah. This retreat, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, just whacking at it this way, that way, that way, every which way. Yeah. Question about perceiving. Yes. For instance, I'm walking down the pathway. Was I'm lost in thought. <laughs> yes. I'm lost in thought. 
there were trees, there were bushes, there were, rock, there were rocks, there's the sky, clouds. But I'm lost in thought. I know what they are, right? Because as a, as a child, I, you know, yes. learned to say that's a tree, this is this. Yes. So I, I know what they are. Yes. But I'm lost in thought. Yes. Is there labeling going on? The labeling is going on with the thoughts. Well, but I'm not thinking about those things. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about yesterday and the day before. You know? the, that's where the labeling is. In the story that's in your head about yesterday and the day before. So there's labeling there. Yeah. Now, I'm not really... I'm not consciously labeling tree... No, you're not. Well, but... But, this, but, but this perceiving, whole, pure perceiving is happening there because you can maneuver your way through the, the, right, the lane. There's, there's pure perceiving going on. Uh-huh, uh-huh, there is. But is there labeling at the same time? Is the working mind saying, that's a tree, that's a rock, you're on the, you're on the path, don't... I, I'm thinking that the labeling faculty is busy in the story that's in your head. And that pure perceiving is going on with, with, with the road. So I'm not consciously labeling them. Correct. Because I don't really see them. Yeah. But yet you don't I, really see them, you see. That's what it feels like. But you don't walk into them. You don't walk into them. Yeah. It doesn't require labeling to not walk into them. Well, that's, that's right. So that's the question. That's so it's just pure perceiving. Yes. The working mind is doing the perceiving. Yes. But it's not necessarily in the way. Can we, can we add another mental module and, <laughs> and, and call it value setting? I don't, I, I, it's not clear, yeah. Yeah, but, but try, to, try to have uh, in, in the working mind that's going on is a value setting that says don't step there. Mm. This is dangerous. Mm. Well, that's what I was getting at. And so, mm. and, and it sounds like there's some sort of a distinction between a value setter down mm. low and a higher level okay, very good. thought level labeling. Very good. Yeah. Okay. I clearly don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the, I've always had a little problem with yeah. pure perception, pure perceived. I, I know that if the mind is somewhere else, yes. then there's no I. Perceiving these. Yes, that's right. The subject-object isn't is walking down the road right. with it's the road. Yes, it's someplace else. Subject is it's just occupied. So that's and some other faculty is enabling. But there is perceiving. Yeah, there is. There is perceiving. I guess we're calling it perceiving. Yeah. Yeah. And you see, maybe yeah. part of that. Yeah. It's like driving when you go in like a trance. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The so working mind is working car. mind is driving the car. Exactly. Yes, working mind is driving the car. Yeah. And there's no eye. Yeah. Sometimes there's just no eye at all. It's like, whoa, it's a two hour trip and what happened there? Right. And there was no eye. Just so wasn't that. So really Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Term of knowledge. Knowledge? Not, not intellectual knowledge. You just knowledge is present. Okay. So that there's knowing. It's not it's not dualistic. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, he has levels of the intellect, which is dualistic, uh -huh. knowledge, then he even talks about uh, supreme knowledge and then goes beyond that. Okay. But the point is that knowledge is like knowledge is operating. It's almost like it's operating with the working mind, which is why you don't go, you know, step on a, step into sure. a ditch or, or walk into a tree. Sure. So, so, you know, we're talking about, you know, value setting. I, it seems to me that the presence of a holistic a field called knowledge seems to seems to be better. But but that kind of knowledge is the same thing. That kind of knowledge is is what we're saying about you know get your house in order. It's the basic skills of how to manage in the world. You know how to manage your your your, your house and we're talking about with K. You know yeah you've got a place to lay your head and you're all right financially. You know, getting your house in order, that's, that's where we learn how to manage in life, about the value system of not walking into a rock. That's the knowledge. It's the knowledge of, of uh, and, and maturely how to walk through the world, do you know, in a settled way. So that, that knowledge is there, but it needs to be learned. It comes with the maturity. All right. Seems like we're mixing a few things, but that's fine. Yeah, I, I think it, I hear the knowledge you're talking about, but I want to include in that knowledge the framework of, of managing in the world. Okay. That's part of that knowledge. Okay, and it's also for this one here. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 So I just have a question about um, what you were saying, like when you were in the boat. In yeah. The yeah. And, and the person was asking you to talk. Um, no, I was, I was making myself talk. But he asked you. But he said, Jack, say something. Or, I mean, no, she no I said, said it was all instigated by me. Oh, yeah, yeah. The reason I ask that is because I sometimes feel like I don't know what to talk about either. Yeah. Like I don't really yeah. have things to say. Yeah. Like, you know, like seeing a flower is beautiful, but as soon as I say it's beautiful, it isn't the same flower. You know, it's not... Sure, but that's the same with everything. I mean, it's the same with everything. Everything is changing all the time. Right, but it... It's still beautiful. You mean that labeling makes it less beautiful? Labeling takes the connection away. Ah! Oh, that's worth exploring now. It's like, it's like, um, I don't know how to if, if labeling takes the connection away, then... It object, objectifies. Then, obj then you're bringing in subject-object. So the thing is that the lens comes in without there being you, the subject, and the flower being the object. The lens comes in without it having that... What's the function of the lens? What's the function of the lens? It can... It can uh, it enables communication. Like, but why does it have to be communicated that it's beautiful? That's like a duality thing. You see, that's the thing, is that the division between duality and non-duality becomes seamless. It becomes seamless. The, con the continuity of pure consciousness through all of it. Pure consciousness uses the lens. The identifier uses subject-object to use the lens. Intimacy with being. 
Yes, when it feels like a lens, it's like a filter that comes in and out, the labeling, but it's not based on me looking at something. That's the dualistic way, that's the heavy, the dense way. Do you know? This happened to me, and we've got story. But, but how can story happen without it being subject, object, me and a thing? And this is how it happens, huh? Do you see? Does that make sense? It's really making sense. Yeah, great. Yeah. Great, great, yeah. It's dinner time. All right? People are all right? Are they a bit fried? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> fried. Yeah, good fried.